Hey guys, how are you doing? This is Gabby. Welcome back to Monday Morning Espresso. Last week I was unable to do a podcast, but I am learning to have grace with myself when I can't do all of the things. So thank you for joining me in that grace. I hope some of you were able to catch up on some past episodes because I find that when there's a gap week, then it gives us a little bit of a chance to do some catching up. Um, I even went back and listened to a couple of old episodes and was like, oh, this is great. I'm so encouraged. So I hope you may have had that chance. And of course, they're always up on the internet. So you can always go back and see what this journey has been so far. I think it's actually been almost a year since I started posting podcasts. Um, I know I've been seeing some posts on time hop from Instagram from a year ago when I was recording them. I'm not sure when I started actually posting them, but that's kind of cool. Let's have a celebration when that year mark actually comes along. Um, this week I have been spending some time in Song of Songs or Song of Solomon, however you would like to say it, because my husband actually sent me a verse that really encouraged me from Song of Songs early in the week, and I was like, I need to just go and spend some time in this book. So I did. Um, and gosh, I wrote this blog post a little bit based on the Song of Songs. And while I was writing it, it hit me like how so many of us approach time with Jesus very similarly to how we approach our cup of coffee in the morning. And I'm saying this not as a judgment. I'm saying this from experience too. Um, I'm in this season where I'm just desperately needing God's grace for literally like every hour of the day to show me what I'm supposed to be doing and to show me how to respond in certain circumstances. And I'm so dependent on God that it made me realize even as I was going through Song of Solomon that I've so taken him for granted in some ways. And what I mean by we approach him like a cup of coffee is we sit down with him in the morning or whenever it is that we have our quiet time. And our hope from the occasion is that he will give us some kind of buzz, some kind of word to give us strength to get through our day, just like our coffee. So many of us drink coffee or tea or something in the morning so that we can get a boost so we can get through the day, right? Here I am yawning saying this, thinking about my next cup of coffee. (laughs) But I was just grieved in my heart, even just from my own perspective. I know that I have treated Jesus like a cup of coffee, like, Lord, I'm going to spend time with you so that I can make it through this day. Not so that I can fall at your feet and behold your beauty and your splendor and your majesty and give you the glory that you deserve. Like, really, when we search our hearts, how many of us are just looking for that boost? And granted, he loves to give us wisdom for our days. He loves to give us insight into what we are to be doing. He loves to give us that boost because he's good and he loves us just like we love to love the people around us. But at the same time, like, we can't forget who this God is. Like, he's the holy king of the universe. He is the creator of all things. He is 
clothed in splendor and majesty. He is beyond our comprehension, and yet we reduce him to a cup of coffee. This grieves my heart, and I think it grieves his too, and that really came to my attention as I was going into Song of Solomon, because here is this book. It's a crazy wild book, guys. I know, like, it seems super sexual and all of this, and it can be viewed that way, but when we look at this as, like, the relationship of the bride and the bridegroom, us and Christ, the magnificence of his absolutely outlandish love for us just brought me to my knees in tears this week. Like, Lord, I can't believe you see me this way, that you see me as so beautiful and you love me and you desire me so deeply. Um, but there is this point in the book, in chapter 5, where I'll just paraphrase it and you guys can go read it on my blog post or you can read it in the Bible yourselves, um, where basically the woman, which is the young woman, and the, it's the young woman and the young man that they're portrayed in this um, passage. But the young woman is in her bed sleeping, and she hears a knock on the door, and it's her lover. Her lover is knocking on the door, and he's saying, open to me, my treasured one, my darling, open to me. Um, and she kind of responds like, oh, I'm so happy you're here, but listen, I already changed my clothes, I'm in bed right now, um, do you really want me to inconvenience myself just to come and open the door? So he starts, like, trying to unlatch the door and try to get in, but he can't get in, so finally she's overcome with her desire for him, and it overcomes her unwillingness to you know, change her clothes or get out of bed. And she runs to the door, excited to open it up, and he's gone. It says, I opened to my lover, but he was gone. My heart sank. I searched for him everywhere, but I could not find him. I called to him, but there was no reply. And I was reading some commentaries on this because I was just so fascinated by this passage. And it was talking about how sometimes, like this concept that I'm saying is sometimes we are unwilling to get out of our, the comfort even of our beds to go and spend time with this one who loves us more than anything or anyone that we could ever imagine. And if he withdraws himself, it, he withdraws himself out of love so that we will come and seek him and look for him in the way that truly his majesty deserves. And the thing is, he always comes back to us. He always comes back. And I've been thinking, Lord, I thank you even for those times when you have withdrawn from giving me that jolt, that boost that I felt like I wanted out of my quiet time or whatever, because it made me seek after your heart. It made me realize like yesterday you gave me that jolt and then I folded up my Bible and I finished my coffee and I said bye to you and I left the room and was living off of that boost instead of living in your presence. Like, that's insane. Like, what are we doing living just off of a feeling of him or a boost of him instead of living off of the reality of who he is and living in his presence? Like, the intimacy that he offers us is astonishing, you guys. Like, he doesn't just want to be with us. Like, he wants to be united with us, like, intertwined with our very being. Can you believe that? Like, that God 
wants to have that kind of intimate relationship with us. I think all of us have this longing to be known and to be loved and to have intimacy with people and, you know, like, I want you to know who I am and really love me even there. And guess what? We have that opportunity and we're reducing that opportunity from the one who will do it best to... Just give me the feeling that I need for today and then I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Guys, this breaks my heart. It breaks his heart. He's not going to force himself upon you because love does not do that. And God is love like Christ is love exemplified. But if we invite him in in this way of dependency of saying, you are all that I have. You are all that I need. And I recognize, like, this is grace untold that you have this desire to spend this kind of time with me, that you desire not just to spend time with me, you desire to be with me every single moment, asleep or awake. Everything that I do, you want to be there involved in it with me. You hold me when I cry. You rejoice when I rejoice. You give me purpose and hope and a future. This is how we'll walk into our destinies, you guys, not just based on something he has said in the past, but by based on a living, breathing, constant union with him. Even if we don't feel it, and trust me, this season I've been in has been a season of not trusting the feelings. And that is the way the Lord is teaching me, like, I'm not about feelings. I'm about presence. I'm actually here in the midst of you. How amazing is that? So that's kind of what I wanted to share with you today. I'm praying for you guys. I know this life can be hard. I know that entering into the reality of these things can be hard. But listen, life, it's promised to us that in this life we'll have trouble. In this world we'll have trouble. But He has overcome the world. So whatever it is that we're facing, gosh, he has purpose in it. So praise his name. He is good no matter what. Have an amazing week. Um, I'll probably be throwing up another blog post soon. So if you're interested in seeing this specific one, just look at the one dated, let me think, from the week of the 25th. So I don't remember what exactly the date was. But enjoy that. Um, I have a lot going on this week with the Global Advance Banquet happening in Dallas. If you're interested, shoot me a private message. It's Thursday night in Dallas, and it's going to be amazing. It's free, awesome date night just to hear about what the Lord is doing among the nations. There's my little plug for the Global Advance Banquet. I'm really excited. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a busy week. So we'll see how much I get out there. So I encourage you go spend some time with Jesus. And then when you're done spending that time, invite him into every single moment of your day today. Thanks guys. God bless.